What's up, guys? John Stacy here, your host of Thick, Strong, and Awkward, the podcast. Uh, today, I got to sit down and catch up with Jeff Chunky Cheese Lee, the self-proclaimed world's strongest Asian. Uh, Jeff most recently just took third place at America's Strongest Man under 105 after a four-year hiatus from competing. Uh, he's gone through uh, quite a bit of adversity in the last couple of years, getting his way back to the field. And I think maybe he's here to stay again uh, as he's prepping to possibly take a podium at either Nashville or uh, the Jersey Clash Regional Qualifier so that he can get to the finals uh, Clash on the Coast in April. Um, I'll let, you t- let him tell you all about that and his plans moving forward. Here we go. How you doing? Good, good. Just tired. Um, I was uh, helping out at a competition today. So, oh yeah. And then uh, I'd work all day yesterday, and Friday was just mess. So, <laughs> gotcha. what kind of comp was it? Uh, Strongman Corp? Or? Um, it was USS, but it was like an all females one. Okay. So, Todd Georgie, he's a. Uh, uh, hold on, give me a sec. Uh, I'm doing the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, that was my wife. Are you good? He was like, yeah. "Wait, what are you doing?" <laughs> um no because she, she really got confused because like you know me and you like we kind of got messed up with the timing and everything like that yeah so, um yeah todd george he runs a uh, new york strong and he does this one like so this is i guess the 11th year that they've had this all-female one and they always like you know raise money for cancer stuff like that so, oh cool yeah uh today was the 11th one and then it used to be someone else that ran it and they kind of took over um, gotcha. but yeah. you're, where are you located again? Uh, New York City. Well, I'm, York City. Okay. I'm in Yonkers, but, which is like right outside of it. So basically upstate. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. People will get like all fussy about it. I'm just like, whatever. I'm it's sure they York. do. Yeah. yeah. All territorial. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. silly stuff. Is that, a, is that a cat I see a tail wiggling around back there? It was. Uh, my cat, that's a little cat tree here. And uh, gotcha. one of them was up there. He's, I have two cats and a dog. And we're also cat sitting. So we have three total right now. Oh, snap. Okay. Full house. <laughs> no, like, and then my sister-in-law is going to move in at some point. So we're going to have two more cats and three more dogs. So wow, four and four. Yeah. Do you have kids at all? Yeah. Yeah. They're just going to, we just want them to, uh, you know, uh, they just want to move in a little bit, save some money kind of thing. Cause New York mm-hmm. is shitty and expensive. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What's, uh, what's rent? go for around there i mean you can get something for you know thousand maybe but you're living in a box up to mm-hmm. i've seen crazy numbers of like you know five ten thousand you know whatever yeah like for ten thousand for like even a two-bedroom in the city somewhere you know what i mean something ridiculous but wow yeah no right now we we actually just bought this house in uh july so we closed july 21st mm-hmm. or 20th anyway yeah we just closed and then um we've been dealing with like renovations and things like that. Oh yeah. So that, that kind of like, that kind of ties into like most of ASM really, that kind of messed me up in terms of uh, training. Oh yeah. I bet. <laughs> yeah. So that was not fun trying to get everything sorted out, but you know, I got lucky. I was like, my wife was able to just do most of that stuff and let me train. Were you guys doing the renovations yourself or were you paying somebody? No, we, we had to pay. Cause um, 
So it turns out that we bought this house. It looked decent, but then once we took up, like, uh, I did the demo work just to save a couple bucks, whatever, but mm -hmm. we did demo work. And then my contractor came by and was like, Hey, this is all crap. We have to replace a bunch of stuff and redo it. So yeah, it was a good thing that kind of, we had to do it. And yeah. it was a good thing that he did it mm -hmm. because, um, it would have been bad if we just kept it for a while. It would yeah, just kept sure. like, there was a lot of leaks and stuff like that. So, and there's still more work to be done, but we can only afford like one thing at a time kind of thing. Yeah, totally. So, whatever. Yeah, being a homeowner is a blast, isn't it? It's our first one, and I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. I want to give up. <laughs> nah. It's yeah. it's good. Like we have our own spot, so it's mm -hmm. really chill, and really nice. Yeah, and I mean, you're probably building equity. Equity. I know the housing market's just going up right now, so it's it's ridiculous. I mean, we got we got super lucky with, um, you know, we put down, we paid a certain amount, or we're paying a certain amount, whatever, in terms of the mortgage, but it got appraised for like way higher, so. Um, yeah, we got lucky there. So that just helps in the long run. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure you're still getting settled and you just moved to Texas. Yeah, we so. just moved from Washington to Texas. So we, yeah. we changed time zones twice there. And for some reason mm -hmm. I was thinking there was two to you and yeah. I just, apparently I failed geography. <laughs> it's fine. So, yeah. It's all good. Where have you, are you from New York originally or where are you from? Yeah. Yeah. I was born and raised in New York. So, um, I've been here all my life. I mean, in I had a, yeah. Uh, in, do you know New York at all? I don't know. If, Vaguely. I've been there. Okay. I was there when I was 16 for a couple of months, just kind of okay. visiting, but nice. Vague. Um, yeah. New York city has the five boroughs, whatever. So I'm from Queens originally. Okay. Um, and then Yonkers is like just outside of it out of, uh, it's North of the Bronx. So. Okay. We're just outside of New York City, basically, right now. Um, mostly for work, and it's you can actually have space, yeah, you know, to live and have a backyard and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was a, it was awesome to visit downtown and everything when I was there, like middle of Manhattan and all that. But yeah. uh, it's a lot. Dude. <laughs> it's just a lot at all times. I mean, so even me growing up here, living here all my life. Well, I, I mean, I lived one year in Georgia, but whatever. Anyways, most of my life. Um, I've still, there's places I still haven't gone to. And there was one year when uh, Furman came back in 2018. So I was playing tourist with him. So me and him, we were just like going all around the city and stuff like that. And then he came back again uh, last year and he was doing army stuff, whatever, but he came by and uh, yeah, we we're doing the same thing. Just going to the museum and stuff like that. Just hanging out. I feel like I don't care how long you've lived there. Like New York's one of those places, like you're always going to find new stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just, there's just so much and it's just, keeps growing but i don't know recently i don't i think everything's like kind of plateauing but you know with okay. covid and whatever and everyone leaving yeah, i'm sure that yeah so whatever yeah, they had some crazy shutdowns there right how uh, i mean yeah that's that was the biggest thing like march 2020 whatever like that was um you know things were just going crazy here so me i, I was actually i was living with my parents at the time luckily and um I don't know if you hear stuff, but that's my cats chasing each other. Uh, <laughs> they're freaking menaces. Um, yeah, COVID, like things were shut down. I was living with my parents because we were trying to save up money. Mm -hmm. And, you know, luckily we were there because, you know, with all the shutdown and stuff, like I was able to help them out. And we were kind of just str struggling through the whole thing like together. So it kind of worked out. And then, you know, by June, July, whatever, things kind of opened up there. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry, they freaking uh, they got through my our garbage. So there's like, oh, no. yeah, they're fat asses. They're just tearing it up right now. No, uh, we had oxtail for dinner, 
and uh, my wife made it. But um, yeah, she was just like, hey, did you give this guy <laughs> this giant chunk of bone, basically? It's like, no, no, they stole it. Uh, what? So I know COVID was pretty rough over there. What uh, What do you do for work? Did that shut you down too? Uh, I got lucky. Um, so I work as an athletic trainer at a high school. So uh-huh. mostly, um, you know, sports med, whatever, like dealing with the, the athletes at the school, getting hurt, taping, rehab, whatever, whatever the case may be. So um, we were between March and June when school ended. Um, so those months I was still getting paid to work from home, whatever. And then school opened up again in around October. So, you know, summer I don't get paid anyway, so it didn't really gotcha. matter. It, it didn't affect me, but I was able to just jump right back into work. Yeah. You just had a little so, extra long summer break basically. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So it was fine. Um, and then, yeah, again, because we were contracted, so I didn't lose any money between those months. Yeah. So I was just hanging out at home, you know, doing lectures here and there, but nothing too crazy. Has it changed um, up like your, your working procedure there? I'm sure there's masks and all that <laughs> extra stuff. Huh? Uh, yeah. We're, we're supposed to like mask up and do a lot more social distancing stuff. But like, you know, at the end of the day, like you get like kids coming in, like they only have 20 minutes before practice. I got 10 kids trying to, me and my coworker, we're trying to, you know, tape them up, get them ready for practice or a game. Yeah. Things just happen. So it's just like, Hey, yeah get your tape and get out kind of thing. Gotcha. So, you know, we're supposed to follow procedure, but sometimes right. things get, you know, whatever. Yeah. You got to take care of stuff. I mean, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, like, uh, so they kind of mandated everyone, all the staff and the students up to a certain age, whatever, to get their vaccine. So at this mm-hmm. point it's, and even for me, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that my wife's been exposed or my, my wife probably had COVID. I've been exposed probably a bunch of times and I get tested every week still and I get nothing. So, I don't really, I'm not too worried. Yeah. I had it back in February. Um, my, and I was with my girlfriend the whole time, like that whole week or two or whatever. And she never got it. So it's, it's you never know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that was the biggest thing. Like I pretty much, I've been exposed and still get tested every week, always negative. So I'm just like, all right. I mean, I have my vax, I got my shots too, but we're just like, whatever, you know, just, let me work. Let me get still get paid. I don't care about everything. Let me go lift. That's it. That's all I really kind of get care about. Get back to life. Do the things you want to do. Exactly. It really, yeah, that's the other thing. It didn't affect, even the shutdowns didn't affect me too much. I mean, we were out of work for a couple of weeks, but then the construction industry was considered okay. essential. Yeah. Um, and then uh, my gym kind of went into this fight club protocol where they stayed <laughs> open. So. Gotcha. Yeah. No, like, I mean, pretty much by like July, um, July, August, it was like, oh, you can only be open but not really so whatever i was able to get in and start lifting again but so july 2020 like or even august really like that's when i really would start training again but by then i had dropped all the way down to like 205 in terms of my weight so yeah <laughs> so you're not building, i mean you don't walk around like 270 like a lot of the guys do too do you uh, no no uh so it was funny so at asm i was actually like 237 like that was my max weight like the day of whatever or the right. day after the comp mm-hmm. yesterday i checked myself i was 225 oh yeah, no shit. yeah so i was like, like i lost like 12 pounds in three weeks or something like that but, yeah um mostly because i got hurt like the monday right after asm oh <laughs> what was, you do? <laughs> i was like so one of my kids went down i was i hopped over this like uh, barrier thing whatever this gate and it was like 10 feet off the ground so mm-hmm. jumping that i landed and 
bent my thumb backwards and landed on my heel. So like for a good week and a half, I was hobbling around and I, I still have like a little cast thing that I put on. Yeah. yeah, It's so I'm going to the doctor sometime this week just to check it out. I still haven't gone yet. That's why (laughs) at all you just did a little cast thing and called it good. Yeah. Well, so I actually hurt my, so whatever the left one was the one I hurt recently. I hurt my right one the week right before ASM. Right. Cause you had that kind of bandaged up right at ASM. I yeah, it's hard to yeah. tell on the live stream, but <laughs> no, like, I mean the, the athletic trainer there, I think his name is John. Um, he was able to like tape me up and just keep me in one piece. So that helped okay. a lot. But um, yeah, so I was just at work putting stuff away and then just fell on it basically. And then sprained my thumb. I was like, crap, am I going to have to pull out whatever? Uh, I was able to go see an orthopedist on, Tuesday before flying out and stuff. And like, he was like, no, you, I got the MRI. He's like, you're good. Just tape it up and you'll be fine. Um, That's good. Yeah. And I was really like contemplating dropping, but you know, for like, I was talking, I, I talked like to Furman probably like every other day kind of thing. And he was like, mm-hmm. dude, I just talked to you up on, on your podcast on, uh, you know, your yeah. podcast, John. So I was like, crap. Now I have to go, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I had a couple people actually reach out asking about you because yeah. you've been kind of MIA for a couple yeah. of years, really, <laughs> after you turned pro. Uh, yeah, so um, let's see. Got my pro card in August 2016. Um, did the Arnold in 2017 as a heavyweight, mm-hmm. just for like shits and giggles. And then yeah. uh, competed at USS, won the heavyweight, um, went to Finland, as uh, for the SCL thing mm-hmm. and then did OSG 2017. And then, yeah, I was like, Oh, I'll take some time off. I was prepping for this pro-am in 2018. Um, I can't remember who won it that year. I think it might've been Nate or Gary. One of those two guys. Uh, anyways, um, I was probably a month out and then I ended up having a, a grade three hamstring tear. So, uh, I was just running around and then freaking tore my hamstring. Grade um, three. So a grade four would be like completely off the bone, right? Three well, years. so it's stupid. Uh, so grade one is zero to 5% tear. Grade two is six to 94. And then grade three is 95 to a hundred. Okay. Yeah. But I had enough where it wasn't completely off, but it was still considered grade three. So it was like, just, just hanging on by a thread. Yeah. So I'm trying to, I don't know if the, how this will come up on the, uh, on the camera, but I still have pictures of, uh, <laughs> of my okay. leg. Yeah. Trying to pull it up real quick. Um, but yeah, so that injury set me back 2018. I just didn't want to train and I was kind of, I was like playing around with it. Like, Hey, maybe I should do ASM that year. Couldn't do most of the events and wasn't trying to like waste, like, you know, spend money to just to go like bullshit kind yeah. of thing. And yeah, then um, 2019, I was in the process of moving into my parents' place just to, yeah, again, save some money. But that, I tweaked my back and I was like, all right, dropped out of that comp. COVID 2020, like I wasn't ready to do any competition. And then, yeah. Yeah, um, what was it like? May, June, whatever of 2021, I was like, okay, my prep was going, like my brand, I was just training, just having fun kind of thing. It was going pretty well. So I was like, all right, let me, let me try and aim for either the Waco show or ASM. They were really close to each other, but you know, so, um, I ended up having to only do, uh, ASM. 
mm-hmm. because so yeah, let me see. yeah that's my that was my oh, hand that was, that was okay. like two days yeah. after i tore it so yeah it was pretty uh pretty swollen nice and purple deep purple yeah too. yeah so um and then my wife says like oh it's still purple to this day like there's still like spots really i can't see back there but you know so yeah. um this was a week after oh yeah one week, yeah. Oh. yeah yeah so um and then yeah because it was like so messed up this is what they had to drain out holy shit <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a bunch of hematoma basically in there yeah yeah so that was fun um so in new york we had this hurricane that like flooded both our new house and my parents house on september 2nd something okay. like that september 1st mm-hmm. so i was basically like two or three days before waco and i was like oh good thing i didn't go to waco you yeah. know because i would like travel would have been a mess i'm still we're still cleaning up and doing stuff like that taking care of insurance i'm trying to get everything yeah, like, set up from that so you know we're almost six Wait, weeks hold on one one sec yeah all right i'm back you're good she uh my girlfriend's in uh bodybuilding prep and she's getting oh. her uh last snack of the night all situated and there's just a lot of background noise going on don't worry about it we're in this new place and the moving truck still has all of our furniture and everything so we're sleeping on the floor and using this island in the kitchen for all working purposes (laughs) dude i mean i i know how that was like um so with the new house that we're at like we're because we knew we had to do renovations so we were gonna slowly move in Mm -hmm. from my parents place but um, because of the hurricane, I was like, oh, no, you're, you're going to move in now because my parents' basement got sewage, not just flood, like sewage came up and ruined oh, no. our bed, a lot of our clothes, furniture, whatever. So that kind of forced us to move up here. And um, when we moved up here, the house was a mess. Nothing was set up. And it was just like all this construction stuff all over the place. So for most of, um, most of September, it was just, yeah. Just a mess. So I know, I know what you're going through. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yours sounds a little bit more brutal than mine though, with the yeah. flooding and all yeah. that. That's tough. Are yeah. you planning on doing one of the other clash qualifiers? You were talking yeah. about Jersey, right? Or no, you're, you're in New York. So you probably just go to Jersey. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that, that, that this is a tough one because, um, you know, Jersey's going to be the last one. So everyone's going to be gunning for it. Yeah. Um, but you know, Tennessee would be nice to go to. I just, you know, still recovering, trying to figure yeah. out my whole like um, money and everything like that. So that might sure. be tough, but you know, I, I still got time. Luckily, um, again, because we know we knew all the clash events. I kind of was doing most of it over the summer, anyways, because we didn't know ASM yet. Um, yeah. So I knew most of the clash events. I was able to. I'm still able to do most of it right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too worried and that's the thing like at least with clash it's like all right all the regionals are the same you know how many reps how many whatever time everything like that for all the events so it's like all right if you can hit a certain amount then you should be okay to qualify so i'm like all right i'll I'll see which one i can actually make it to and then i'll take it from there kind of thing yeah he made the the clash regional events at least they're all pretty well like rounded events so like really you just have to have a general like ability to do strongman and you'll probably you know if you're strong enough you're gonna do well yeah yeah exactly and you know it's um again it's good like they're not you know push over <laughs> my bad i just again i still have a bunch of stuff around and i'm just yeah, you're good, man. You're good. 
Um, they're not like easy weights either though, but it's all, you know, fair enough for one Oh fives to right. do and to prove that, Hey, you're, you can go to clash on the coast. For sure. So, you know, again, we'll see what happens once I actually get this thumb looked at and my heel looked at, um, are you still training normally right now or are you working around that thumb a lot? No, I just, I've trained maybe twice. since. Okay. That's why you lost the 12 pounds that, you know, that, that helps too, but, or, you know, that, sorry, that doesn't help keep the weight up, but yeah. So the whole combination of that, um, the injury and just not training. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so for your whole hiatus there, you said you hurt your back and then, you know, 2020 happened and all that. Mm -hmm. Were you prior to like 2020 and stuff, you were still training though. You were planning on doing comps and then hurt yourself. Um, let's see 2019 let's, so 2019, I really, ASM was like September, October timeframe. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, Oh, you know, I'll wait for 2020 and see what, what'll happen in terms of ASM. Cause yeah. At that point in my life, I was like, eh, I'll just mess around. And, um, you know, for the 105 class, there wasn't much happening besides ASM. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll just focus on that. You know, obviously OSG is nice um, to try and compete at, but that just takes too long. So it I'm does. just like, yeah, three day comp like that with that many people is tough. Yeah. And that, that's the one thing I don't like. It's like, all right, I, I'd rather be able to just focus on the 105s. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, 2020, I was like, okay, let's see where ASM 2020 is. And then, you know, COVID happened. So mm-hmm. that definitely squashed everything. Um, but yeah. And then we got lucky with 2021 or I did at least. <laughs> yeah. So. How was your training leading up to it? Did you do anything special or leading, um, up to ASM? leading up to ASM? So again, I was off all summer. Um, we're still like setting up, getting ready for the house and everything like that, but mm-hmm. I was still able to train. Um, and then, so all of July, all of August, I was doing pretty well. Um, and August was really when I actually like started to kind of turn it up a little bit for yeah. ASM. I didn't, uh, for myself at this point, like I was like, all right, let me just focus maybe eight weeks for a comp kind of thing. I didn't need that whole like 12, 14 week, how people like kind of do it. That gets a yeah, little too excessive. Much. Yeah. So, and, um, yeah, like leading up to it, it was fine, but then our preseason started and that was like August 23rd, I think. So from then on, um, August 23rd to September 2nd or whatever, like I was driving six o'clock in the morning from city, from my parents' house, had to go up to the new house, do some stuff, go to work from, you know, eight to six, whatever, and then go back to the house, do some more stuff and then try to train. So I wouldn't get back to like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. I'll have to do that again the next day. So it was just, um, uh, those two weeks, um, I didn't, that was my fault. This is my fault where I didn't prep properly, like in terms of eating and stuff, but okay. I lost, uh, I was down to, I lost like seven, eight pounds in two weeks. Wow. So, I mean, I was still training and like barely eating, but that really messed me up. And then For sure. once preseason ended, I was able to like get back into a routine and that, you know, I was, I, showed up to comp i think or um so i think i was like maybe 237 the week uh that saturday where i got hurt so yeah the week before i was like 237 okay so again that wasn't a big cut for me so i was like what six pounds six pounds yeah yeah so it wasn't bad it was funny just because like me and um tyler young like we're the only ones there that like didn't really have a big cut 
So they made like this little group chat and like people were Tommy, Frankie, like they were all just like dying basically. We were just yeah. like, yeah. I was just like messing with them, like, hey, this is what I ate. I had some uh macaroni and cheese or whatever. I had a bunch of like random shit. And yeah, they love it when you do that. Yeah. So whatever. But no, I've never I've never been like a big 105er per okay. se. Like heaviest I've gotten maybe was 248. Yeah. And that was in 2018. So that was like, yeah. that would have been what a uh, 17 pound cut for that pro-am show. Mm-hmm. So that would have been the biggest cut I would have had to make as a 105er. Wow. Again, I never did it because I got hurt. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of those boys walk around in the high two fifties, even two sixties. Yeah. No, no, thank you. I mean, it, it, again, it's nice to like be bigger and stronger or whatever, but yeah, you know, I'm, I feel like, okay, I'm where I'm at. So maybe I'd want to max out 245-ish for myself at least. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was enough to get you third at ASM after, you know, what, two, three years. So, Yeah, yeah. So um, that definitely, I think, like, not having to worry and not having to go through such a big cut, like, helped me, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Because the last time I had to, like, really cut – freaking uh i did uh strongman core nationals whatever or back then it was like north america strongman or something like that or anyway yes, yeah the yeah. good old days so i was a 175er back then oh okay <laughs> yeah two, 2014 um that was my first nationals so um wow yeah i showed up and i was like just dead uh that was the first time i met canby too actually it was okay. just funny I, I like just sat down i plopped down next to him and i was like hey he's like Hey, you look like you're dying. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like spitting into a bottle and stuff still just to yeah. like barely make weight. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. That would have been my second year competing. So, okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah like for me back then, I didn't know anything. I was just like, or I, so I started what 2000, April, 2014 was my first comp. And I was just like, Oh, I found out about a strong man. So I just jumped into it. Um, kept competing, managed to qualify for nationals that year. And that was in Reno. So I was like, screw it. Let me just go and uh, compete. You know, sucked ass because cutting, what was it, 205 to 175, close to 30 pounds. Big cut, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't do IVs back then. So um, I didn't know about any of that stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah okay, I, I can make the cut. Of course, of course, I can make the cut. But then, like, you know, you've performed like shit the next day and yeah. the next two days, really. So. Yeah, whatever. It was definitely an experience of, hey, don't do that again. <laughs> no, no more cutting for me. So yeah, smart. Mm-hmm. What uh, what do you feel uh, if you do decide to go through with uh, Jersey and everything? Mm-hmm. What do you feel would be like your strongest or worst event for the qualifiers? No, oh, I mean this is everyone knows this about me. Uh, it's uh, my pressing is the worst, and my best is going to be stone. So okay. that's why I'm like, and, and you know. They put up the uh, they actually put up the entry form for Jersey was like two a couple of days, days ago, ago or something yeah. yeah and for me I don't care when I sign up even if I'm the first to sign up does it's gonna be the pressing event I'm still gonna get, maybe get three to five reps on the dumbbell yeah so that'll still put me back in the middle it doesn't matter if I sign up now yeah or yeah I got you. the day before kind of thing. I mean, if you look at Denver and yeah. Waco, three or four reps on that dumbbell is actually a pretty good position. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so that's what I mean, though. It's like, all right, well, if I can manage to do it, then yep. that'll be good for me. 
Um, I mean, Jordan, what do you have, like six or seven, I think? Yeah, yeah but I mean, crazy. I don't think anybody broke four in okay. Waco. All right, so yeah, uh, someone had four. I think Justin had one, right? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Denver had well, they changed the dumbbell too. It wasn't the Bartos dumbbell anymore. It's it was Thomas. Um, yeah, yeah, the Thomas Inch. So yeah. that changed things a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both nice, but at the same time, it's like for me again. For me, it's still a pressing event. So whatever, mm-hmm. I'll try to get a few reps, and that's it. And that'll just put me back into the middle. Yeah. And then from there on, whatever the events are, I'll be okay. Um, okay to kind of but stone is your jam huh yeah yeah so um it's like that's so 2017 i was helping out at a at a comp and they had max stone for the super heavyweights whatever okay this was a uss show so they were they had like um prize money like travel money to go to the arnold south africa show so if you won that super heavyweights then you can um, they give you like what a thousand or something like that, five thousand mm-hmm. dollars to like go compete. Um, so I was helping them out. They had a four fifty stone. That was the highest they had. And then at the very end, I was just like, oh fuck it. So I just there was like whatever residual tacky. So I just picked it up and loaded it. <laughs> so no warm up, nothing like that. Um, and now I, I was like kind of getting ready for the Arnold myself, but I was maybe like two thirty three, two thirty five. Wow. That's it. So for me to get a 450, I was like, okay, yeah. It was so just for shits and giggles, but. <laughs> have you thought about, I mean, I know financially and everything, it's probably not in the cards, <laughs> but have you thought about entering in that uh, record stone thing in December? I, I talked to, I actually just talked to Darren the other day about it. And like, I wish I could, but yeah, it's, it's a money thing. So sure. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I, for some reason, I thought that the 105s had like a higher record or something like that, but I guess 452 is it. Yeah, it's it's wild. I would think it'd be. I think I would think that somebody had broken five hundred by now. But I, I mean, you know, Furman tried to do that, but after, you know, the as the last event on a third on day, twelve events. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I just think that like throughout the whole world, really, there's no like not a lot of people are gonna have four seventy as a stone, four sixty, whatever. For sure as their stones and then no one's going to want to put it in a contest and especially yeah. for one Oh fives. Yeah. So that's, how often do you get the opportunity to even do a max stone at all? Like, you know, ex- it's yeah. almost never an event. So, yeah. So whatever. I mean, if it comes up again next year in clash or something, or if, uh, if Furman wants to host it at the clash qualifiers, you know, like how uh, yeah. they had it for Canby. Yeah. I'll do it then. But for me, yeah. I can, you know, I'll figure it out at some point, but right yeah. now, um, just trying to kind of go recover and get ready for, you know, one of the regionals. That's it. For sure. Yeah. I think Nashville would be tough. There's already like 24 dudes signed up. I heard. Yeah. Tyler was a ton. A couple of big names. Yeah. So I haven't seen a list or anything, but I, I haven't just seen heard. an exact list. I think they're trying to not <laughs> like keep, get the names out there. Cause they don't want people to get like backing out or get scared of like going to compete. You know what I mean? Cause it's weird that people do that. Yeah. I mean, it's still fun, you know, just, just freaking go. That's it. (laughs) So yeah, definitely. And Um, again, same thing. Even if I went to Nashville, like I could sign up the day before it won't matter as long as I get a few reps on the dumbbell. I'm good. Yeah. And you're one of those guys too. Like you're aside from your pressing, you're (laughs) well-rounded on everything else, like enough to make up points and stay. I mean, strongman's one of those things where you don't have to win a single event to win the whole show, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so Let's see. Uh, yeah, I think when I 
well, actually, when I did USS, I did win one event, and that was it. Like, and I still okay. managed to uh, win the overall heavyweights. And that so, was as a two forty two, or you went like um, overall. Well, so their heavyweight system is like two twenty one to two forty two, and then two forty three to two seventy five. Okay. So they have those subclasses, but yeah. I won the overall of. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that actually. That was the year. So that was 2017. That was the year I actually beat Kevin Ferris. Okay. And it was, uh, I, I mean, he was hurt. So that kind of messed it up for him. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it was like, the last event was uh, Stone Orbar. Bar. It was 365. I got like five reps. Oh, that was Anthony yeah. referenced that on the pod yeah. where he was talking you up. Okay. I yeah, didn't know yeah. about that one. All right, cool. No, so, um, yeah, I managed to get five reps, I think, on that one. And uh, that kind of helped me, you know, win that was the only event I won. Everything else was like second, third, fifth, whatever, you know, I don't even remember, but it was just like, I was kind of all over the place. Gotcha. But yeah. Now, do you, you have a coach or do you like write your own program for when you're getting ready for comps? Um, I've gone through two coaches so far, really. Um, I had this one guy, he, uh, his name was Chad Cantor. He was, this is like old guy, but kind of old school training, but um, he helped me get my pro card. Okay. And then he kind of fell off. he, had a kid and you know started being an adult kind of thing <laughs> um and then i had leifa actually coaching me for a little bit oh. yeah so she helped me kind of like in the 2019 mm-hmm. season like when i was trying to get ready for asm again yep and then i got her and then you know so i didn't really use i stopped using her because i got her and i was like all right screw it um so asm I actually coached myself okay um and i figured i was like you know what i kind of know myself like hope I know what I'm doing and right. it all kind of worked out. So, you know, do you think that you'll hire anybody moving forward or are you still going to just keep kind of doing your own thing? Um, you know, it, so that's the good thing about like the one Oh fives, at least I pretty much talked to a lot of them and we all bounce ideas off each other. For sure. It's like, you know, talk random stuff. So it's like, Hey, what do you think we should do? Stuff like that. And so I don't, I might not hire a coach, per se, but like, you know, we all help each other out. Yeah. Um, at least for the clash qualifier, I probably won't because again, you, I know the events I've done. Yeah. Yeah. That's not so. done them all. So yeah. yeah. So I'm not too worried on that, but, um, you know, we'll see what happens after that and then how, what the events are for, uh, the finals for the, yeah. So we'll see where that goes. And are there, uh, so if you could pick two events for the finals and if you could, <laughs> not like get, be guaranteed that two events were not going to be there what would those be <laughs> uh two events that i want for the finals uh would be obviously some kind of stone mm-hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter for me i'm, I'm sure that'll like, be there i mean <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good thing let's see what's another good event i mean i'm actually a decent repper for deadlift so something okay. like that yeah. even that card deadlift would be fun yeah. um that that one looked heavy yeah, you've got that. wild leverages for it. Your <laughs> arms are long as shit, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I got long, lanky arms, and so that's good for. What you you pulled today? SM seven sixty five. Yeah, seven sixty five. I was kind of blacking out on seven eighty five, so I kind of just. Okay. Uh, I was like almost there, but then I tried was to that, again. Was that a PR for you, or have you pulled heavier? No, uh, I've gotten the heaviest I've ever pulled at a gym ever was seven twenty five. Oh shit. Okay. Big oh, no, seven, seven nineteen, because it's all kilos and stuff. So yeah, seven twenty-five right. was the PR at okay. ASM technically. Um wow. I mean it's like whatever, a couple pounds, yeah. but so I knew I was like that that's what made ASM tough. It was like, all right, you want to at least hit the opener. So six seventy-five. 
725 was the next one and that was a, a pr so i was like okay i have to hit that 745 pr 765 pr so it's like and they were moving i mean they weren't it wasn't even like bad reps by any means. yeah yeah so i got lucky there and you know i, I definitely at least working with leifa um picking up a lot of cues and things like that just to like help me get my deadlift better um yeah. so that helped me with you know getting better on that um because i used to just you know all back it's a dog taking a shit that's that's how my deadlift was uh looked like so, um but yeah so at least for asm like it's like fuck i had to do all of those all yeah. the, uh, all the numbers uh, i couldn't skip one like i think frankie skipped one right so frankie did but i mean everybody knew he was going to be good for at least seven yeah five, I mean. exactly because he's hit all those numbers i've never hit anything yeah you couldn't take a 40 pound jump and you know yeah. risk it. yeah it's yeah exactly good. so not for me so i was like all right i might as well have to you know, for sure. suck it up and do everything i have to so those would be the two that i'd uh want some kind of rep car deadlift whatever the case may be in stones okay. ones i don't want any of the press uh dumbbell <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just i mean you know even even like for the class like over the summer i'm just like messing around 150 160s okay like moment i hit 170 i'm like i can't even just I can't really? move well. Yeah, yeah. Is there any any kind of press at all that you are okay at? Um, yeah. So, I, you know, an axle would be okay. decent. You know, for me, log. I actually, you know, re rework my technique, I guess. But mm -hmm. it kind of like three. I, my PR ever was uh, three twenty five on a log. Okay. So hitting three fifteen for three, I was like, okay, that's that was like that's competitive at least. Yeah. 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 You know, and then. I w looking back, I'm like, I wanted that fourth rep and maybe if I split instead, maybe could have gotten it. Yeah. But I was just like, eh, whatever. He didn't. I mean, there are pro one Oh fives that will miss a three fifteen log. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, if you can crazy. hit three twenty five, you're doing okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but that, again, that three twenty five was OSG of 2017. Oh, so okay. a lot of these, a lot of these lists, a lot of these PRs were way back in the day, like 2017, 2018. So I've never, yeah. It's been a while since I hit anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Did wait? Did you? So on the log at ASM, what did you get? Because it was a three. It was, it was a three fifteen, right? Yeah, it was three fifteen. I got three reps. Three. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I, yeah. I know we just said it and I missed it. No, no, no you're fine. Yeah. Again, a lot going on, so it's like, oh wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's just so many, so many numbers at play when you're talking strongman with people. Yeah. 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 I mean, schemes and everything else. Yeah, especially for you, like you're going talking to everybody else for me it's like okay i know my numbers i know what i hit and then it's like all right keep track um yeah so yeah any kind of pressing um uh, and then let's say let's say it wasn't a pressing that i wouldn't want maybe like conan's i don't i'm not a fan of that really <laughs> yeah I don't like that what about the uh what's the the stone carry that you had to do the max stone carry how'd you feel about that one? um it was just weird mm -hmm. and you know no one knew what was going on with it because yeah. again, no one else touched it. But uh, for me, I just realized like I wanted to hold it lower on the uh, you know how it curved, but then I was still like kind of up here, so I, that already messed me up. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, it, I got lucky because I at least hit a decent amount of feet on it. Because if I hit any less than that, like Tommy would have just taken over for sure. and beat me. I was like, yeah. so I wasn't even like thinking like what do I need to get. I just at that point, I kind of wanted the event to be over. <laughs> gotcha. So, 
whatever. Yeah, it's one of those events. That and Conan's Wheel for Distance, stuff like that. It's just they're just grit and Barrett brutal events that nobody wants. Well, you know, it's weird. Like keg carries, sandbag carries. I'll do those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, an actual Husafel. Okay, maybe, I'll do that. That okay. shield is just weird because yeah. for me, I was actually just gripping it. Like I had that little lip. I was like gripping with my fingers and like, I was doing okay. that the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not the best because I saw other people had gloves and I was like, I didn't want to mess around with that in case it's yeah. or whatever. But yeah. Um, Cause yeah, the next morning I woke up and I was like, why are my hands so sore? And it's because oh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was in there. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. So that messed me up, but whatever. it was fun. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I bet you're good at sandbags. Just, I mean, the having the the length of the arms to get around those bigger bags has got to help quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, you know, like so the way Camby carried it, and every like everyone else carries it like horizontally. Mm-hmm. Me and James, like we talk, like I still like to bear hug it and just go okay. vertical with it. Yeah. And for me, like I can still move my legs because I also have clearance. You know what I mean? And if you can grab it low enough to do that, that's where I struggle. Is getting yeah. low enough into it to still yeah. stand up is tough. Yeah, and that's I'm lucky I'm Asian, so I can have the flexibility and mobility <laughs> to freaking squat all the way down and yeah. grab it. Um, because even so, like that's also I think why I'm like pretty decent at stones. Like I can sit all the way down, ass to grass, with a stone in my lap, sit there, and then okay. pop up and load it. So yeah. I have no real issues with that. Um, you do squats? Are you typically going all the way down like that, or you uh, um, cut yourself short? No, for the most part, I'll like go pretty deep i mean obviously you know heavier i'll be like okay i'll i won't uh you know i'll Within try to go as deep as true. yeah yeah and even then like you know we're we're strong and we don't have to i don't care if i hit freaking you know below parallel whatever right. yeah that's just what i was saying is like if you watch and i'm not dogging on him necessarily but he's gonna think i am justin loy do any squat movement yeah he yeah. is far above parallel <laughs> um and that's how i notice i mean your typical strongman will train just because you don't need to usually you're hitting, if you're doing a squat movement you're hitting pads or whatever you're doing yeah yeah so. and you know so even at like the clash with the the squat thing it's like they're not going super low so it's right. nothing too crazy but no i know justin had injuries and stuff too so i was actually helping him with that and trying to yep. get his mobility a little better so i think yeah. That, yeah he struggles with his hips and his knees and his yeah. ankles pretty bad it seems like yeah I think, you know, combination of like what he used to do with the military, whatever. And then yeah. um, his current job sitting a while sitting so. in a truck all day is, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what, that's what I'm doing now too. Driving CDL truck most of the day. So it's just, yeah, it's torturous. That's tough. That's tough. I mean, <clears throat> I noticed on myself too, like I'll like my commute used to be about like 40 minutes or so each way. And that would just mess my hips up. So uh-huh. I can't imagine hours, you know what I mean? Like you guys are doing hours. I'm doing 40 each way and that's it. And that's already like a struggle for me. <laughs> so yeah. good for you guys for freaking. It's different too, though. Like I mean, for some reason, um, if I'm in a truck, like a CDL truck, like I can sit completely upright. And oh, okay. Air ride seats will allow yeah. me to get my my hips in a decent enough angle. Oh, okay. But for some yeah. reason, it doesn't bother me. Okay. Um, I will notice, like, I get fatigued and I feel a little bit like my back has been compressed at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. And everything feel okay. I don't know what kind of, what his truck setup is inside. So it could be different, but if I have to drive, like we just drove uh, my girlfriend's car from Washington yeah, and sitting in that car for 12 hours a day completely affects me. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I have a little like four door sedan. So yeah, that definitely messes with me. Yeah. After about 30 minutes in one of those. (laughs) Yeah. 
I actually like my mom has a minivan, so sometimes I'll like have to use it to move stuff, and like I actually prefer that just because it's higher up and stuff. Yeah, it's it's crazy much of how much of a different it is. But yeah, um, New York is just shitty because Mm -hmm. the you know you kind of would rather have that sedan just to be able to park anywhere (laughs) for sure. Yeah, Yeah. luckily I wasn't driving anything while I was there, I wasn't dealing with that. I couldn't imagine. I just I do remember the traffic though, and it was terrifying. Yeah, it's we're just like. New Yorkers are just a different aggressive type of driver. <laughs> yeah. And who was it? Uh, yeah. Cause so we were in Texas and like I, I rented a car. So it was like me and Tyler just driving around and stuff. Like every few minutes I was like about to honk. And then it was like, no, don't honk. Cause they might come out and shoot you kind of thing. Yeah, it's not the thing. <laughs> so yeah. And like Tyler knows like, Oh, you, you were about to honk at them. You're about to curse them out. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, I hate these fucking people. <laughs> yeah. That's like uh that's a whole nother language in New York is the honks and the yeah out the window and everything. <laughs> I mean, I don't curse out the window too much, but I just like honk and then just, I yell at myself at the end For of sure. the day. That's what it that's what it ends up being, you know. So yeah, yeah, I get that. Sorry, my voice, like I've been screaming all weekend, so it's just oh you're good, man. You're good. Um you were saying you're helping at that show. Uh was there any like real good talent there? Anything cool happened while you were there? Um most of this, uh, so at the show today, it was most a lot of like girls just starting out, so a lot of knowledge okay. girls, you know, first, second comp, whatever. Right. Um, and again, it was just more for like raising money kind of thing. So it was nice because the way Todd does it, he has everything like set up and on point. So there's no reordering um, the events. He has all the weights out for you. So we did the log log for us first. So we got that out of the way as we're clearing up. He had. Um, like a lot lighter weights and implements for these girls. They were like anywhere from, I think like five years old to 10 years old. So just letting them like touch strongman oh, cool. implements yeah. and things like that. Just, so that was really fun just to see them like, yeah. you know, push sleds or carry kegs and things like that, you know, toss a sandbag awesome. around. So yeah, that was fun for them. Um, so yeah, we did that. And then after every event, um, again, he'd had something else for those little girls to, Kind of mess with so That's it was cool. fun yeah, yeah, yeah but um you know again like the us like it, it was tough because you know it was today which was um the same weekend as strongman corn nationals yep so you know and if you're if it's an all-girl show that's already going to limit the amount of competitors you get on top of being in conjunction with nationals i mean i know they're different you know corporate um, whatever sectioning bodies and stuff like that but yeah. still it's like a big show and then a little local yeah. show so that always uh is the is the strongman scene in new york pretty big um it's definitely growing okay um you know you got tommy he's got his gym um tommy lavelle he's a oh, wow. right yeah so he's a he's got his gym in brooklyn he lets me train out of there for you know okay. so it's pretty cool and back lurch lives over there yeah. right she's yep. the so new she trains there chair. uh she's what sorry i think she's the new state chair for new york for strongman. oh is she i didn't i haven't um was that like something that they kind of announced whatever uh i don't know how they do the announcement um <laughs> she mentioned it oh, okay last in denver she was there um oh, okay. coaches she does the nutrition for um well, san lorenzo right san lorenzo yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so she was there and i talked okay. to her for a little bit and i guess she's nice. the new new york state chair Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, because um, I know New York State itself, in terms of strongman course, like kind of dropped. 
and they kind of have a uh, switch over to like USS, okay. which is whatever. I don't really, you know, it's, it's competition, which helps people. You know, sure. So just gets yeah. people basically. But I mean, Texas has a good chunk of strongman corp comps. I so compared to any other state I've ever lived in, but yeah. there's like a USS show here, like every other weekend. Oh, really? It's That's wild. Yeah. The USS around here is huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at least in New York state, like it's definitely more of a USS kind of thing. I know Connecticut has Matt Mills. He does more strongman core okay. and it's kind of a mix up there, like in the, uh, new england area so okay. it's, you got a fair mix for that but yeah. um at least in new york like and new york in general like you have at least one two three at least three gyms in the city dedicated to strongman Ooh. or at least like you know that as their main thing yeah. you know obviously it's like um one of them's uh, global strongman that's all strongman stuff uh sns which is uh, Tommy's gym that's mix of powerlifting weightlifting and strongman but there's two locations so his location specifically has more strongman stuff which is awesome um and then you have there's a crossfit gym that has that does like crossfit strongman stuff and he's in queen so he has a lot of that stuff um i can't remember the i think it's dutch kills or something like that but again like you always have those three gyms in new york city um and then you got new york strong which is up in Marinac, so it's like way up it's kind of like upstate ish new york so and then there's definitely stuff like syracuse i'm sure has stuff i i or that area. i've noticed that there's there's almost always like every three months or so there's a comp in syracuse i see posted so yeah i think that's the one uh, 315 or something yeah um but they have something there so you got stuff all over and then johnny's in jersey and there's i'm sure a couple gyms out there besides johnny's gym that has stuff but again johnny's gym is like it's just got everything because right. that's his life. <laughs> so it's awesome. You know, just for me, it's just, uh, it's tough to get out there because between the tolls and then just sitting in traffic, um, getting there is okay. It's always the coming back that would suck. So it's, <laughs> it's just tough for me to even try and make my way out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. If I had to sit in New York traffic, I don't know that I'd go anywhere. <laughs> I mean, you kind of at one, on one hand you get used to it, but it's like, you kind of figure out, yeah. What you can do to avoid it. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure you have a whole scheme in your head every time you get yeah. go it. It's either like leave super early or just don't even go kind of thing. Um, gotcha. And so back in 2014, like I was just graduated, I uh, just finished grad school and I was working whatever. And instead of taking the train and stuff, I would just bike everywhere. So for me, I would get 13 miles each way. So I'd get 26 miles a day and, and on my bike and just get to work get to the gym whatever case and yeah or help me get all your cardio in damn yeah so that's also what helped me get down to or uh keep me down in the 175 class yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 26 miles a day is a lot yeah so that was fun yeah Not really. <laughs> uh you said you turned pro in 17 right uh 16 actually 16 okay yeah. so is that when you uh met Furman, or when did you meet him um, I met, I met Furman in 2017. Um, we were at the Arnold, gotcha. um, and were you both doing heavyweight there? Yeah. Yeah. So he qualified, I think through nationals and I, because, uh, you're a one Oh five pro, you automatically get to go in and compete with the heavyweights. So, um, I randomly like started talking to him and stuff. And like, I think he already knew me through Instagram or something. I didn't really, I was just like excited to be there. So I was just like all over the place kind of thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so me, um, 
that's when I first met him. And then what is it, a couple months after that, he got his pro card in the North Carolina show. So, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, he was just on a rise since. <laughs> and then, trajectory ever since. Yeah. 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 But he, uh, you guys hang out and stuff when he's in New York and everything. You guys have been friends ever since. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, you know, he's super awesome, you know, and you know, that's, he, he's such a great guy. Cause like me trying to like deal with all this, um, even before I got injured, I was like, crap, how am I going to pay? I was trying to figure out how to pay for just my hotel and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Hey, listen, if you need, I'll, you know, pay for a night for you. I was like, all right. I, I, I love that. He like, is willing yeah. to help himself but i just i felt weird so i mean i managed to work it out with uh tyler so me and him room the whole time so oh cool helped. yeah 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 he's i mean just like any good promoter like he wants people that wants to be there yeah you know what i mean and he's so. he's happy to accommodate in the however he can yeah to get not only talented people but people that genuinely want to be there yeah there's no there's plenty of people in this sport that have the ability that either don't have the drive or don't actually want to be a part of it. Right. And there's, you know, plenty of people that want to be a part of it that don't also have the talent. Yeah. So it's, it's nice to find the people that have the mixture. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I know a lot of people that were like going for that program. Like this is back in 2016, 15, whatever. And like, they're always going gunning for that program and like they're doing so much just to try and get it. But you know, you can only, you do so much, but you can't, you know, you're not at that level. Yeah. And then, I mean, especially even in 16, like what did the pro card really mean? You, you, you got to be yeah. able to, you got to do ASM once a year. Yeah. So, you know, back then um, I was actually, so 2015, I lived in Georgia, worked with the army um, as a contractor. And then 2016, I was like, Oh, sh- all right, I'm going to join the air force just cause I was like, all right, that seemed cool. Mm-hmm. And I wanted a, it had a, like a PA program to be in a physician assistant, whatever. So I was like, looking into that so that was like my main focus um 2016 i was like all right let me just get this pro card and then i'll focus on the air force thing and you know because of all that like it just took forever so 2017 i was messing around not really competing as serious or whatever and just you know, trying to focus on that okay um and i ended up not doing it because i got this job at the high school and it was just like super cushy so i'm like all right i'm gonna i'm just stick here um yeah. excuse me so yeah, like for me, 2016, I was just like, all right, let me just get the pro card just to get it. And, you know, back then it really didn't mean anything to me. But now that we have all this clash stuff and at least ASM, it's like, all right, I'll at least focus on that and mm-hmm. clash. Like those are the two, you know, big things for me. Um, mm-hmm. And it's always nice to like, hey, if I want to jump in on the Arnold and compete for there. Sure. Yeah, having that prequal there is nice, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, hopefully, I mean, I saw that there was like something new in terms of like strongman core with like all these regionals or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that, if that's going to help the pros, but um, I haven't really yeah. read up on that. I just so it's, that. it's interesting. I actually, I spent a while talking to James Deffenbaugh today about it. Cause he's okay. kind of, he's super involved with strongman Corp, as yeah. you probably know. Yeah. Um, and so I guess, so they announced regionals at nationals mm-hmm. this weekend, yeah. what their plan is currently, and it still can be changed. Um, According to James, the plan is that they're going to start doing, they're going to get rid of level one and level two comps as well as platinum comps. Okay. And they're going to just have strongman corps sanctioned events. Okay. As a local level. Okay. Now, if you have, I might be off on the numbers just a touch, but if you have, I think three people, you have to win and you get to go to regionals. Okay. But if you have five or more top three, get regional spots. 
And okay. the first place gets a Nats invite. Okay. Um, and then obviously you have regionals and he's, uh, he didn't specify how many regionals there would be. I, I would assume at least four, but right. um, and there will be regionals where you can go to regionals and there may be incentive of some sort, whether it be prize money or whatever. Okay. Um, but if you do, you know, top three at regionals, you get invited to Nats mm-hmm. as well as the winner gets a regional championship or whatever you want to call it. Okay. Um, and then, you know, the idea is to kind of one, hopefully increase the quality of competitor that's at nationals. So, you're, you know, yeah. you know, 300 plus people that, you know, and 200 of them don't really belong there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but also there, Oh, the other big thing that they're changing is at least at a local regional and Nats level is they are getting rid of subclasses. Okay. And the subclasses are now their own class. Oh, okay. But yeah, they don't qualify for pro cards or Arnold invites. Gotcha. Okay. So it's still right. only like 231 or whatever. Yeah. But there's no overall. So yeah. like if you're a 200 guy yeah, and you would typically, you know, you could get a 200 championship as well as qualify for the overall middleweight title. Mm, yeah. If you would win, yeah. you're now using different weights. So you can't okay. get that. Huh. So, <laughs> It's cool because it gives those 200s because that's a big gap, right? Yeah. 176 to 231. Yeah, yeah, that's a big jump. So it gives those 200s a little bit more opportunity to do well because mm-hmm. they have their own weight system now. Right. But they're taking away any opportunity for a 200 guy to go to the Arnold or to progress yeah. after that unless he wants to put on weight or not compete with his weight class. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's a like that's a double-edged sword there because it's like mm-hmm. tough because they could do well there, but then again it's taken away from them so yeah um I, I could see the argument too because my buddy cj charles pierce mm-hmm. um just competed at uh, nationals he cut to under 200 because he's only a few pounds off right. um, he actually got seventh in middleweight overall oh wow he did okay. really well um his yeah. goal is obviously top 10 is what he said um yeah. I, I genuinely could see him podiuming soon yeah uh, he's, awesome. he's very good but he would have and he did win the 200 class Right, right. And he so, got an Arnold invite because he did so well, where he wouldn't have gotten that if these rules if he were was, right now. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's tough. Because, yeah, like you – again, like we talked about earlier, it's like you don't have to win every single event. You can right. just do well enough and you'll be up there. So, you know, as a 200 guy competing with 231ers, like if you're strong enough to like kind of just be enough to do well – and then everyone else messes up, whatever, then you can get yourself up there to mm-hmm. yep. win. So it's, I mean, that's still part of the the whole thing with strongman. It's like, there's still strategy to everything. Like, yeah, you know, so just, just an example, like at ASM, James was actually contemplating not even deadlifting. You know, oh, like really? He, yeah. So it originally it was, uh, whatever, lo- uh, single finger, log, uh, sandbag, sandbag throw, deadlift, and then the shield. Okay. Right? So, you know, if we had this, the deadlift as the last, as the fifth event, and he doesn't really have like, you know, he, he, he has a bad back and everything like that. Yeah. He would have dropped out of that just to focus on the shield carry. Yeah. And he would know at that point, whether he was in contention to even. Yeah. Needed. Exactly. And then he knows himself like the best because he knows that like, Hey, if I deadlift, I might not even be able to pick up the shield. Right. Kind of thing. So 
and then it got switched. So like that kind of messed him up, but he still managed to you know come in second yeah. and freaking dominate on the shield, the sandbag, and did he win the finger? He he does he did well on something else. But yeah, yeah. so it's it's just crazy. Like there's still like strategy and like trying to figure out hey what what am I good at and yeah. what I can you know get myself up there to yeah. hopefully win or do enough just to win. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think the argument there is that, you know what, if you want that pro spot or that Arnold spot, you just, if you're good enough to get it, you're going to just compete with the heavier guys and you're going to get there. Right. Exactly. And I could totally yeah. see that too. CJ's plan is to gain 20 pounds anyway. So it's not a big deal, but yeah. you know, there you go. Uh, I, I think it's still tough because there's a lot of people that only get to experience the Arnold and whatnot because mm-hmm. they happen to win or do well at a lower class but that catch is that when you get to the Arnold, you're competing with these big guys anyway. So if you couldn't yeah. hold up at Nats, what are you even going to, you know, what's the point? Yeah. And yeah, that's the same, like, that's the same thing. It's like, I guess that's the good thing with the regionals too, because like it kind of eliminates like, Hey, you qualified for nationals, but then you zero every event, you know, what's the point of that too. So it's yeah. the same thing of, I don't know. It's, it's tough. Cause like you kind of want everyone to experience all that and like, sure. be able to get in there. But same time it's like and then but now it also introduces a thing and i was talking to james about it too that he thinks is going to be tough um if they were to make it a little bit more strict as you have to go through regionals into nats Mm -hmm. is that now you have guys at a local level having to pay for three or more comps a year to get the arnold you know and then that's a fourth comp yeah yeah so that's because this sport it's (laughs) no one's getting paid for it no no. pay to play man all day yeah, so it's tough, um, you know. And I'm a pro, but that's one of my struggles trying to figure out how to yeah. get anywhere. So you know, I've been lucky where uh, my so my buddy he owns Barbell Commission. His name's Kevin Oak. Um, oh, yeah, and okay. yeah. So he was able to like toss me a couple bucks just to like you know, oh, cool. help me with my trip. So uh-huh. just having that. But other people I know have sponsors, so that's good for them. But Didn't I don't know he- who. Didn't he hurt himself recently? Sorry, not to get off topic, but didn't I thought he like tore uh, something? He tore his quad in two thousand or, or December twenty twenty. So okay, seems yeah. like it was so much more recent, but man. <laughs> um, so he tore his quad, and then he competed at eight, like on the same day as ASM. It was uh, what is it? There was some oh, kind cool. of sh- the showdown. So he already back and doing well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he attempted the two twenty two forty two. I think 242 uh, sleeve squat record or something like that, but he got yeah. red lighted. But anyway. uh, that's too yeah. bad. Yeah. He's a savage. Yeah. So I've known him for a long time. So we're kind of, you know, he's a really good guy. But, you know, just having someone like him help me out even a little bit was, you know, is awesome. But I don't, I don't know what the other 105s are, like in terms of their sponsorships and stuff, but I don't know. Like, yeah, it's I don't just think, tough for us to. <laughs> to I don't think many of them get any help, man. It's, it's yeah. Brutal. So whatever. Um, it's it's a and, broke sport for sure. <laughs> it is, it is. But you know that's also a good thing. Like Furman's giving us opportunities. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you can possibly win money, and it's not just like a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. You know, you're getting a good couple thousand kind of thing. Especially, yep. especially if you can eventually win Clash. Like, it's a good chunk of change there. So yeah, it's definitely on a good trajectory. And I think in the next five plus years, it's going to be at a place where there's actually people making money competing at a high level, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, you know, the combination of that and like the exposure that Furman's bringing is just 
helping you know everyone because um i don't know if uh i can't remember i think it was like uh melissa peacock and isaac mays whatever after clash just being at that show like they got like really big sponsor or something like that yeah yeah um, hyundai or genesis yeah. genesis yeah so you know whatever so just having that like just doing that one show for them mm-hmm. freaking skyrocketed them yep. so that's awesome um so and like just watching clash on tv like watching that last year i was like crap i want to be there i want to <laughs> so that's kind of like what fired me up and got me back to training and getting ready to do something yeah it was good. Yeah, I get that for sure. It's uh, <laughs> watching it and then seeing it on ESPN is just—it's huge. Like you're realizing yeah. that it's it's moving in that way, and you want to get in on it. Basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, again, we'll see what happens in January slash February, whatever the case may be, and then hopefully I can go compete in April. Yeah. Do you think you'd last minute decide to hit Nashville if it if you're feeling good? Um, but yeah, if I'm feeling good, if I have money, yeah, I can. Okay. I'm, Cause again, that's the good thing with these regionals is like, you know, know what everything is. Yeah. 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 I know how my training is going to be and like person, like, I don't think I'd really have to like peak for this kind of show. Mm-hmm. Cause if I'm able to like, just mess around and do all these, uh, all the events for fun in training, you know, I think like, you know, do a little taper kind of thing, but I think I should be able to just go in and, you know, have fun with it. For sure. Hopefully qualify right there. <laughs> you know? Um, and again, like, it would be nice to win it, but at least top three, I don't see yeah. that. As, as long as you're in your spot at the finals, I mean, that's what yeah. really matters. Yeah. So yeah, nothing too crazy. Um, yeah. And I mean, even third place, you want to walk away with 750 bucks or whatever. Oh, is it? Nice. So, or maybe it was 1500. I think it's 1500. Still, that's, that's something that's more than, yeah. you know, that's, well, that's half of what I made at uh, ASM. So, but still it's go. a good change. Yeah, it's a good chunk yeah of ASM man, they they stepped it up with money this year. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, Pioneer threw in a big chunk of that money. Yeah, so, I heard they donated like twenty grand to it or something. Yeah, and you know that helped. Uh, so that gave us a big uh, prize pool to mm-hmm. to draw from. So I was like, I was really happy. I, like again, I wanted to just go and hang out and compete again, but that third place was like extra, you know icing on the cake kind of thing paid for your trip yeah yeah i mean well paid for my trip but i also just paid for the rest of the house or or, you you go a a small chunk of it because freaking like just the apparently like with construction and stuff everything's like you know parts and uh materials are just through the roof oh yeah and then this guy like he charges a little more but he did really good work um so yeah we got lucky yeah you can't cut corners on stuff like that especially when you plan on living there (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's what messed it up with our previous, like with, from the previous owner, he cut so many corners and just made this house a shit show. And that's too bad. You know, yeah. But whatever, live and learn. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. 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 It's nice to have a little help there financially to take care of. Yeah. I'm sure. yeah. Um, so again, we'll see what happens in uh next few months. So definitely got to go to the doctor first and make yeah. sure everything's <laughs> yeah yeah again like i think this is just a bad sprain and my heel is just a really bad bruise mm-hmm. but you know we'll see yeah yeah you never know until you get some imaging done or something you know exactly and that's what like freaked me out with um the thumb right before asm i was like so that saturday it happened on a saturday um i was just like carrying something jammed it and then I, the next day i find out one of my students has a fracture like in his palm 
and oh. he landed he was playing football and he got tackled landed weird so he had a fracture um and that freaked me out because like i kind of landed the same way i was like okay. Shit, what if i have that fracture yeah <laughs> got went to urgent care x-rays said it might be fractured so i managed to uh get in with an ortho and he looked at it got Im- imaging mri he was like no you just have a bad sprain you'll be fine yeah like, okay. wow. so that helped all that money into the imaging later and you find out (laughs) well again like for me at least my insurance like it's kind of weird like i don't have to pay for imaging luckily oh really okay cool yeah yeah um lucky yeah i've got i've got decent insurance where it's like all right those things are taken care of but (laughs) excuse me to get any kind of um you know uh referrals things like that just take forever i gotcha it's like you know give and take kind of thing there yeah. Yeah. I mean, for the cost of an MRI though, you really can't, can't be upset about it. So yeah, awesome. yeah. I've seen, I've seen the bills afterwards. It's like, Oh, you would have paid this. I'm like, Oh no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's wild. I, I've gotten a few MRIs and I was not so fortunate on insurance. <laughs> Oof. Ooh, yeah. So, and then had my bicep reattached. So that was fun. Oof, that sucks. Man. Yeah. Have you had any major injuries or anything besides the thumbs and the, the, Oh, the hamstring. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those, like the hamstring really is the biggest one because the uh, okay. thumb I kind of pushed through. Yeah. Um, my you didn't have back, to get surgery for your hamstring, right? It was just, no, uh, yeah, no, just they, let it heal. Yeah, yeah, they were, the doctor was like, we could, but that recovery would just make it longer. Gotcha. Like, based on where the tears are, it's yeah. like, you can just sit and you'll be fine. Okay. So, um, yeah, my lower back, that wasn't too bad. It kind of like, I tweaked something and then it kind of shifted my lower, like my vertebrae, like kind of a little bit, but it kind of shifted back after that once it all healed up. Yeah. So, but no, no, nothing crazy in terms of injuries, luckily. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I know everyone's like, everyone's had like some kind of bicep issue and it's like, that always freaks me out. Yeah. Yeah, They're the worst, man. I mean, I think like, the worst one I've seen would be uh, Sean DeMarinis, like his quad where it blew up oh, in yeah. 2017. Yeah. Just came 18? completely unhinged. Yeah, yeah. Like he he wasn't even sure. Like he, he just thought it was a bad, like, you know, strain, whatever. But it was just like, oh, no, you have compartments in it. They got to, like, cut you open. And <laughs> so it's terrifying. Yeah. So he was, like, bedridden for a while. And yeah, then, I bet. But he bounced back and freaking won ASM the next year. So. Yeah, that's that's the cool thing about all these. I mean, if you're determined enough, you're going to come back stronger. Yeah, yeah. No, and he, I mean, he's just a freak. So he's just super talented as a 105er. And And if there's something that forces you to actually sit still and let your body recover other stuff, (laughs) how many of us really ever do that and are 100% recovered at any point? Yeah, you know, and that's kind of where I've learned how to like, you know, train for myself, at least coach myself, whatever. It's like, oh, you there's something wrong just sit you know like you yeah. you don't need all the time to like i I've, i used to be like oh i have to be in the gym at least four or five times a week you know now it's like oh i can take a few days off i'll be okay yeah you're not gonna lose that much yeah exactly so it kind of it kind of helped me um you know get better in that aspect so. yeah yeah strength strength will sit there for a lot longer than like if you were a bodybuilder and you were upset like you, you'll lose size sure but yeah you're going to have that tendon strength and that muscle memory to pick that shit up. Yeah, exactly. After a couple of days. It'll be fun. Yeah. And that, that was the thing. Like I, with COVID, like I didn't lift at all when I mm-hmm. dropped down to two Oh five. Um, and then like getting back in the gym, you know, 
it took a little while, like maybe a month, two months or something, but my strength got back pretty quickly. So it wasn't anything crazy like that. So I was like, and that also helped is like, Oh, okay. You'll be fine. If you don't lift an extra one or two days kind of thing. If anything, it'll probably help you. (laughs) Exactly. With, you know, actually recovering and resting. Mm -hmm. That's also the other thing. Like, you know, I'll talk to Justin sometimes and like, because he does a lot of nutrition and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've bounced off, uh, ideas off of him and like, you know, uh, I figured, Hey, I actually need to like eat and keep track of somewhat of my calories. And like, Oh, okay. If I don't eat enough or whatever, then I'll perform like shit the next day. Sure. So, you know, having that, um, again, that's also the thing is like all the one Oh fives, like you can talk to any one of them and they have, whether it's years of experience or specific, you know, um yeah, expertise in something it's like you can talk to them and they'll pretty much help you out so that's the awesome thing with uh with yeah, all everybody's got everybody's back in this like whole yeah. community yeah so and so that kind of brings it like so i was recently listening to uh terry's podcast and saying yeah. how we're all clicky and i'm uh-huh. like not really like i'll hit up any one of them and be like hey what do you think about this and then they'll help me out or i'm sure like they all do that with each other too. So it's not really. Yeah. I, I would argue. And maybe I should have said it when I was talking to him, <laughs> I would argue that a click seems more exclusive. Like you're excluding people from your group, but in all reality, it seems more to me being with the one Oh fives. If you yeah. want to call them a click or whatever, <laughs> or cult. Yeah. Uh, is that they're not exclusive to anybody else. Like, Plenty of the 105s have heavyweight friends, have lightweight friends, have female friends that compete, and they all like intermingle. Um, And then they're super welcoming to anybody new that wants to come compete as well. So it just doesn't seem that way to me, like in a click, if you were to the definition of that. But I mean, you know, he's got his own views on things, and maybe that's how he sees it, but I definitely. Well, I mean, to be fair, he has been with some of his views being expressed and various <laughs> things. He has been kind of excluded. Yeah. So it does make sense that he would see it that way. Yeah. And you know, that's, I think he kind of does it to himself yeah. and I don't think he wants to do it to himself, but he like being so polarizing that, that as a person that he is, he kind of does it. So. Yeah. That's, that's tough. I mean, yeah. it, what are you going to do? Are you going to rein in who you are as a person and your personality and your opinions, or are you going to kind of take how it comes when you express yourself the way that you feel, you know? Yeah. So whatever for me, it's just like, I I am curious and I I didn't ask either because I didn't want name dropped or anything, but like who is coming to him with these problems? I'm curious what their like story is with, because he says that he gets approached by people saying that the one Oh five seemed clicky or that's what he said. Yeah, and so uh, I kind of remember that, but I'm curious was, who those people are and why they feel that way. I don't even like, I kind of, I think I remember like hearing him say that, but I'm just like, I don't know who would. I don't know. Either, because, I'm curious. Yeah. Cause for me, it's like, again, like just at ASM, like, or, you know, strongman in general, like we're all cheering for each other. For sure. So even of course, we knew we kind of knew Cambie was going to win, but like everyone else is like, you know, we're all vying for that podium spot. I'm still cheering for everyone else kind of thing. So that's just, that's at the comp. And then outside of the comp, I'm like, I don't really see who's, you know, excluding people who's, you know, we all like 
quote unquote talk shit about each other, but we just make yeah. fun of each other. But that's it. Like we're not it's, it's like, pushing each other though. You're not really talking yeah. shit, right? It's yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're just having fun with it. And that's at least the people I talk to. Um, but I don't really like go out of my way to ignore people or anything. For like sure. That. Yeah. I don't, that's kind of threw me off of like who we're trying to exclude. So, yeah. Yeah. I, that's why I'm, I'm curious and maybe I'll ask him, maybe I won't. I mean, I don't need to like chase anybody down and be like, why do you feel this way? But yeah. I, I am curious, like if there are people approaching him and saying that, like, why? Cause I, I, like I said, I can justify in my head why he would feel that way. Yeah. yeah but other see. people, I just, I don't know. You know? Yeah. I don't know who I mean, he's talking about with that. <laughs> there's, there's plenty of, you know, little drama disputes and stuff in the from and in general and the yeah. one class though. So, I mean, who knows? Right. Yeah. There's, I mean, so it doesn't matter the sport. There's always going to be drama. Um, strongman weightlifting, powerlifting is just yeah. crazy. Um, is again, powerlifting is total. It's that's all it is. It's built up on drama. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's, and I followed a little bit, but mostly because of Oak and stuff, like he tells me like, oh, these yeah. people are stupid, you know, like, cause they're always just like egging each other on in like a bad way. And I'm just like, all right, who cares? You, you guys it's are super, just giant. it's entertaining. And I mean, yeah. not all of them are like that, you know, No, but yeah. it's, you know, I got plenty of powerlifter friends that don't act that way, you know, when they're no. at a meet yeah. or whatever, but there's plenty yeah. of it and it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. So all the internet drama just like stir things up and it's like, all right, whatever, not that serious calm down <laughs> i think the mindset there is different too like we were listening to uh i don't know if you ever listened to hybrid performance podcast the steffi cohen podcast with her and her husband yeah i've heard of i've heard some of the episodes but uh, i haven't recently now yeah we were listening to one episode where she was discussing um i guess she was getting a bunch of shit talking about her online because she was at one of her last comps and she was, you know, not being supportive of the girl she was going against that they were both going for like this record or whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, if this girl got this um, deadlift at the end of the show yeah. that she would beat Steffi in the overall comp. Right. right. So Steffi was like backstage, like just staring down, like not cheering her on not being <laughs> or just like staring at her the whole time, I guess. And yeah. There's pictures of this and they got posted. So people were like ripping Steffi apart. Oh, and man. I, I get maybe if you don't want to cheer somebody on, yeah. um, sure. Because you, you're conserving your energy. Of course yeah. you want to win, yeah. but in the strongman community, it's a little bit different. Cause it seems like everybody wants to beat everybody at their best. I've said this on almost every pod. I feel yeah, like I remember, so yeah. it comes up a conversation almost every time, No, definitely. Um, but her in her, her defense on her podcast was going off about like, of course I wanted her to fail the lift. You know, I didn't want her to make it and beat me. Why would I want that? I want to fucking win. However I need to win ball. And just went on. Yeah. And I'm not talking about talking shit necessarily about Steffi. Cause she's done some great things. Like she's an right. impressive athlete, but I think that's a shit mindset. I mean, that's, that's how I think most powerlifting is. It's like, Oh, you don't want them to, to succeed because then you can, jump in and win and stuff yeah. like that. But you know, I like so for me, yeah, I came in third and I did good, but I know Tommy was hurt. So I would have liked to compete against him when he wasn't hurt, you know, that and you know, him if he got a few more reps on the deadlift, on the log, whatever, that would have like maybe pushed me more because he he did well in the sandbag and stuff like that. So or yeah. the sandbag toss, whatever. So, you know, things like that. Like that that always plays in my head. Or and then same thing with Ferris, like Shit, what if he, you know, because he didn't, he zeroed the stone, you know, maybe if he got 
um, a few reps or whatever, then I would have had to like push myself more, stuff like that. So I never want to see these guys like that always like makes me question like, shit, did I actually win? Did I actually do well? Or was my placing like legitimate in a sense? And yeah. I hate that feeling, but at the same yeah. time, it's like, all right, I know what I did and I did okay. So mm-hmm. whatever. So it's always you know, there, but that's the same, like powerlifting. I just, so my first ever comp was, uh, um, it's like the raw unity meets like this is way back. So oh, 2014. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I flew down with Oak, um, hanging out with him, um, Dan green, all those guys, whatever. And we were just like hanging out, but it was like that vibe was just like, yeah, just, I hate that. you know, so it's like kind of weird. And it's like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you get like some, you know, some music going It's like, yeah, let's go. And then that's it. So it's like, just constant like, eh. it's like yeah, and oh, you're, nice. you're constantly riding that throughout <laughs> yeah. the day is lifts are going on right and it's just it's not for me man no 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 and you know people are like oh you should do a powerlifting i'm like no no i've been to some decent ones i'm good i mean they're again they're fun because i love seeing my boy like compete and everything like that sure. um but me as a competitor i'm like eh I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, that's not my environment. I wouldn't do well, I don't think. Yeah, because yeah. like at ASM, I was just, I was literally like walking around the whole time just talking to people, just hanging out, having fun. You know what I mean? Like obviously I should have just sat and like conserved my energy a lot more, but at the same time I was like – I mean oh. realistically, though, what would that have gotten you? Maybe the next jump on the sandbag throw? Yeah. So, like at most then, probably maybe one point, you know, maybe yeah. that will make or break your podium spot, but – yeah. What kind of memory are you going to have of it afterwards, you know? Exactly, exactly. No, I'd rather, like, go out and hang out with the yeah. – catch up, basically, with everyone else. So it was, but maybe that's why I'm not a world-class athlete, you know? <laughs> I have that mindset. <laughs> nah, no, nah, you're good. I, again, I'm the same way. I'm just like, all right, I'd rather go hang out and – For sure. Make it fun. Yeah, I almost wonder if powerlifting is more that mindset because, there. I mean, it, it's – the competition aspect of it is like you're one, you're going against your own PRs because there's only the three lifts, right? Yeah. You're going against your own PRs, but also yep. like it, it doesn't take away from your success hitting a number necessarily, but if somebody else hits that number or a better number than you, yeah. it does almost mentally diminish yours a little bit. Cause it's like how many other people can also hit that number, right? Whereas a strong man, like it's so focused on this competition on this day and it's yep. your effort against their effort only yep you're not yep. going for you know you're ranking across the nation or whatever yeah so it's i mean it's, it's a different mindset i'm just curious yeah. how much that plays into why that sport is the way that it is and you know like at least seeing powerlifting it's like yeah like you said like you're only hitting specific numbers so unless you're going for that world record it's like oh okay you're just there to just hit your own prs right you know so that also kind of like, for me, it's like, oh, okay, I don't really care then. I'm not going to obviously hit these world records. So it's like, why would I jump into powerlifting? <laughs> yeah, thinking thinking about a powerlifting meet to me, like even if I ever thought about doing one, it doesn't compute to me that I'm competing against people. It's literally would just feel like I was going to try and break my own PRs. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I, I, I want these numbers. Okay, next one. Sure. Oh, next one. And then yeah. next lift. Yeah, and I'd be stoked for everybody else hitting PRs too. That's yeah. just the way that it, it, it is in my mind for a powerlifting meet. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm good on that. <laughs> but yeah, strongman again, it's definitely more of a community because 
you know, even, even the, the one Oh fives and the heavyweights, like I was still shooting the shit with some of them and just helping sure. them out. So that was awesome. Um, a good chunk of the heavyweights start as one Oh fives too. So like they kind of get it, not all of them, yeah. obviously, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, talking to them was fun. And then today, like they, these girls, they just, um, again, first, second comp, whatever. So they're still fresh to all of this and yeah. still giving them tips. They're like, you know, amazed at like, Oh, we could do that. Or we could do that. You know, just all the little tips that I'm giving them. They're like, Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, that helped them get them better, you know, finish the comp and hit PRs and whatever. So. Yeah. That's the cool thing too, is like you go to any show and everybody like the judges or the old timey competitors that are there watching whatever they're doing, you know, whether they're loading plates or whatever it is, they're always so helpful and want to like teach you how to do things better. Yeah. No, I mean, I I watched the live stream of clash and you had what Nick best and Martins giving like advice on shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was seeing them. They're like, Oh, like in between lifts, they'd be like, Mark, you know, Nick best will be like, Oh, you could have done this. I remember what was it? Um, he was talking about some kind of ca- there was some kind of carry and it's like oh you just got to spray your hand with the tacky or something the, um the the chain drag he was telling people to yeah, spray yeah. backhand with tacky yeah so that way you're grab. just yeah so it's things like, like that never would have crossed my mind no no and yeah. so um that was the thing too like we had the loaders at asm so i'm i'm a pro i had these two guys that were like helping load everything um one is nick one of his name is austin they both competed this weekend um and they were like, Hey, with this, with the last sandbag that we had, the 350, you know, they, they were like, Hey, once you pick it up, just like let it fall onto your shoulder. That way you can actually like move with it. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. I was just yeah. like, Oh, I was just going to try and pick it up and plop it over the bar. But yeah. because they told me that it's like, Hey, take your time, get it on your shoulder, whatever. Yeah. I stood up and I was able to like, just let it fall forward. It's got to help conserve some energy too. Just having that little bit of weight across. Yeah. yeah. So, cause for them, their comp was uh, they had that 350 sandbag and they had to do it for distance. So okay. for them, they just like plopped it on their shoulder and was like, okay, they're just going and God, going. 350 for distance. Would be <laughs> I mean, they're heavyweights, so it's like whatever for yeah. them. But, you know, for a 105 guy, it's like, oh, okay, shit. I, like, again, I've been so out of it that like for me, it's like, oh, I plop it on my shoulder. I'm like, I wouldn't have thought of that. So for them to give me that little tip was like, mm-hmm. that saved me and actually helped bump me up to finish that event. You know, because it was just me and Camby that only um, that got that fourth sandbag. So. Yeah, that's interesting too. Actually, that's a that's a another not to keep digging on powerlifting, but I'm curious. <laughs> like that's an aspect I didn't think of it either. Is like we have all these in strongman with like people giving you tips mm-hmm. and helping you with the events or lending you extra equipment, whatever it might be. Yeah. We have all these opportunities to build these little extra connections with all of our fellow competitors and whatever. Right. The power right. doesn't really have because, like, what are you going to do? Either they know how to bench or they don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You only lend them so much equipment because it's not yeah. all legal. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. You, just, you don't have that same kind of friendly environment. No, to build yeah. yeah, exactly. You're very limited in what you can do to help them. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, so I was at, was it Boss of Bosses? I think three or four, one of them. Anyway, some guy, uh, this is named T Papola. Like, he got hurt on the squad, and I was just trying to help him in the back, like, work around it so he can get his bench and deadlift going but that's the only time that like you would actually see people getting help it's like all right it, it's kind of weird because like yeah you know they're gonna hurt and you know they're not going to perform their best so that's when you can actually jump in and help mm-hmm. it, and all other times it's like if they're at their peak it's like you kind of don't want them to do well <laughs> yeah. so that's the weird part with it uh, whatever um again 
going to those big meets, it's like, it's fun um, just to see my buddy compete. But at the same time, it's like, eh, I'm good. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to be there for myself. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's also the other thing too. It's like me. So me and Camby were the first ones to go on the finger fingers uh, for mm-hmm. ASL. Okay. And at first we were like, we didn't realize that Dion had headed out like little, um, little slips to like, you know, do the ordering. We thought it was just based on, uh, or I thought it was just going to be based on like when you signed up, mm-hmm. but it turns out like she handed out slips and like me and Camby didn't get a slip. So they just put us as first. Okay. <laughs> so that's why, that's why me and him were paired up. And when they called me and him, I was like, wait, are they putting like, are they seating us like first and last place kind of going? <laughs> <laughs> that was my initial thought. But after, after the event, I found out, you know, the whole like little gotcha. slip thing and everything. But, um, yeah. anyways, but like, yeah, if you, uh, I looked at it back in the video and I noticed it right away. Like the judge was like, competitor ready, set, go. He said, go. And I was like, I stared for like a good, like two seconds. <laughs> I was like freaking deer in headlights. I was like, oh yeah. crap, I'm supposed to go. I'm I'm competing again. So that's when I got the finger fingers and you just been so far removed for too long. It it it, it like threw me off. And yeah, but yeah, whatever. So I did okay. So yeah, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I got what was the questions I was asked on my oh, yeah. questionnaire <laughs> thing for you. Yeah. I think we covered a couple of them actually, but nice. nice. Let's see. Yeah, no one actually wants to ask me questions. So. Nobody asked you anything? <laughs> I didn't really care. It's like, nah. yeah. uh, I don't post enough or care about it enough to do much. So Yeah, that's fair. I'm uh, usually how, like, how was his prep training structured and his off-season training setup? We kind of talked about that. There really wasn't a structure. <laughs> no, yeah. It was just, I mean, so I kind of like knew my body and I knew to like, okay, what I needed to recover and stuff. Um, and then especially for deadlift, like, okay, we knew we were going for a max. So for me, I actually just did it like every other week. I didn't deadlift every week. And if I did, it'd be like super light for reps kind of thing. Um, or I would kind of like alternate it with like a front squat kind of thing, but gotcha. too crazy. And then events, it's like, it was tough because I couldn't really get to the gym as much. And, um, I did whatever I could at either SNS or New York strong. And then like, you know, for the carries and stuff like that, that was it. So in the sandbag, they're like, I've did it. What? Maybe that was like my sixth, seventh time doing it at ASM. So wow. I was just like freaking just trying to go as hard as I can, I guess, and yeah. see what I could get. That's a tough one too, man. Sandbags. I remember the first couple of times I probably until like the 10th time I trained it, I just was not clicking. Yeah. Could not figure it out. I mean, even then, like, it, like I kind of got it when I hit like the forty-five, and then mm-hmm. the fifty. Like, my brain just like shut off trying to get that fifty <laughs> bag, and I was like, eh, whatever. Okay, I got it. All right, cool. Or something. So whatever. that's and that's also the thing. Like, New York, like, there's not exactly a lot of space. So at SNS or Tommy's gym, he literally just like hung a rope between a tree and a gate, and that's our fifteen foot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. that was it. Um, at New York strong, we just have like this, there's like a power cable up on the, against the wall. So I'm just tossing it against the wall. Like I measured it cause I took a ladder and measured 15 gotcha. feet or 16 feet for that one. But you know, it's again, it's still not the same. You're tossing to a wall. It's like, you don't know yeah. if you're actually going over it. You don't know if you're mm-hmm. hitting it. It's just For me, I'm just like, all right, I'll just move around and see. <laughs> um, That's fair. Yeah. And then, uh, what, <laughs> Well, you're a superhero, apparently. What is his origin story? 
<laughs> and uh, happen or beginnings in strength training. Were you you did strongman? Were you doing anything lifting wise beforehand? Uh, I was so that's the crazy thing. Like, uh, who was it? You were talking to Pruitt, Justin Pruitt, or whatever yep. last week. And uh, Tyler Pruitt. Yeah, Tyler. we call him Justin. He oh. used to be just Pruitt. Oh, okay. on Instagram and everybody yeah. called him Justin for forever. So that's why we get him. Oh, shit. Gotcha, and Anthony gotcha. calls him Justin on the live stream. So. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I only just heard about that kid through, uh, through your podcast last week. So oh, yeah. I was like, I just saw Justin. I was like, Oh, okay, is that Justin Tyler? Anyway. Yeah. Um, but you guys were talking about like shitting on CrossFit, but that's kind of what I started out. As, oh, like, okay. CrossFitter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, well, I was doing rugby in college and I did, crossfit just kind of like supplement my lifting and stuff like that yeah. um for rugby and then um after i graduated college i stopped doing that and then got into biking and stuff but i was still kind of crossfitting and stuff and then i found out about strongman for you know the lighter weight classes and i was like mm-hmm. oh shit all right so i shifted my focus towards that so <laughs> 2013-ish is when i started training for strongman and mm-hmm. then um been doing it since <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, now do you think had you kept going with CrossFit, do you think you could have done well if you wanted to actually compete? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, like endurance-wise, like cardio-wise, I have decent cardio, but I don't okay. know about, you know, games guys. So yeah, top that's, tier. That's, yeah. that's a whole other. Yeah, but, um, you know, it's it, it's still fun, like, to see, like, people just moving around and stuff. So mm-hmm. it, it's like, oh, hey, you can win a decent chunk of money there. It's like, eh, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> But that's, there's a whole lot, like my worst thing was like the Olympic lifts and mm-hmm. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't want to focus my time on that back in the day. So I don't think I would have kept going with that anyways, because yeah. the snatches and clean and jerk, yeah, like, unless, I, I can clean and jerk, but not like to their level kind of thing. Yeah. Unless you're genetically gifted in like your movement structure. Yeah. You got to spend some time getting those, those movements down for, yeah to really capitalize and, and be efficient for the amount of time that they spend doing it. That, that's the thing. It's like, all right, I can do whatever, 60 seconds, 90 seconds, two minutes even. But for them to do like five, 10 minutes, it's like, no, I don't think. No. I mean, I'm sure if I like put myself through it, maybe I could, but sure, I wouldn't be fine. <laughs> and then, I mean, could you do it maybe, but would you be competitive with anybody exactly. where you yeah. would be worth doing? Yeah. Who knows? You know, like if you compare like the levels that we're at, quote unquote, like I wouldn't be a pro at CrossFit, whereas I'm yeah. a pro and strongman. So, yeah. uh, you know, so cool. who knows? <laughs> yeah. That's my origin, I guess. Your origin story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it was what's next and what are your goals, which we already know is uh, yeah. either Nashville or Jersey. Yep. Yep. And, and then, then obviously the finals. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see though. Cause yeah. again, like anything can happen. Uh-huh. So who knows? You know, what if I, you know, hopefully I don't get hurt or, you know, some freak of nature just comes out of woodwork and freaking, um, you know, puts me out of the top three contention or whatever. Totally. It is. So, you yeah. know, that can always happen um, too. Yeah. On top of your job and everything, do you do any coaching for anybody else like in Strongman at all? Um, no, I've had a few people reach out, but mm-hmm. I'm still like, I'm still trying to figure my own stuff out. I, I yeah. wouldn't want to put someone through that and mess for them sure. up, you know? So, no, nah, it's nothing that i would try and, and like I, i'm too like add with things so i wouldn't be able to keep focus and help someone out yeah, like tough. that you know mm-hmm. so, and that's also the other thing like yeah i can probably like figure out some kind of something for them 
but I don't think it'd be good enough to, or I wouldn't feel good enough charging people for it, you know? So gotcha. just, yeah, mm-hmm. not worth it. So, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it's a tough, a tough line to cross. You're putting, I would feel so much pressure taking somebody else's <laughs> performance in my own hands like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure I could probably like tell them how to do it, but at the same time, I'd feel that pressure of like, shit, they need to win. You know, like I don't want to, to fail them because that's right. failure on my part. Yep. So I wouldn't, nah, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> Maybe that's one day, but right now, no. Nah. Yeah. Cool. What, uh, you're married, right? Or is it your yeah. girlfriend? Okay. You're married. married. What, how long you guys been married? Uh, 2018. Okay. Three years. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. So not too long, but, um, Did you guys date a long time before that. Oh, we met 2016. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Again, this was like, so at first it was like, Oh, I'll just get married just to, you know, cause I thought I was still going into the military at that point. Okay. Like, All right. Might as well just get it. We didn't even like have a whole like thing. We just went to the courthouse and got our okay. paperwork and that's it. So nothing too crazy. Um, but you know, we have a house and stuff. So cool. I'm stuck anyways. <laughs> yeah. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> no. Is she from New York as well? Yeah. Yeah. She was born and raised in New York as well. Ooh. And uh, so it was funny because uh, in that transition time of me moving from Georgia to, um, you know, get, getting this high school job, I was a personal trainer and okay. she was my client. <laughs> oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So at first it was like, oh, okay. And then it kind of worked out that I was personal training and, got her and nice. stuff like that <laughs> so it's just funny yeah uh, that's cool. yeah so that was a fun little story um but yeah does she still go to the gym with you at all or no so she's been working from home because of all this stuff mm-hmm. and between all our moves and stuff like that like she just doesn't really have time uh, but now that we're like settled in she's gonna start lifting again i think she wants to compete in march or something okay. there's gonna be something local here that she'll cool. jump in on Hopefully. I mean, we got to see the events and we got to see what we can actually get her into. Like, Has she, wise. this will be her first show? Uh, second. Second. Yeah. Okay. Or third? I think she did. No, she only helped out in that second. Okay, yeah. So she's only done one so far. Yeah. Okay. So this was back in 2017. That was her yep. first show. So, wow. yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, um, I was kind of, so that's also the other thing. Like, I was kind of coaching her and she did okay, but like, you know, she's, she was like brand new to lifting. She's never done anything in, in 2016. And then for her to like, just jump into a show, like, was it four months later? You know, it was fun for her. And then I think she, she got hurt and we started like kind of doing a whole bunch of like life stuff basically. So that kind of messed her up in terms of her training. So I've been lucky where she kind of lets me actually focus on my training and take care of everything else. So it's, if, yeah, if I didn't have her, I would be screwed and just stuck. (laughs) Like not, not being able to train. So yeah, I get that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure it's tough. She probably takes on quite a bit extra to, uh, (laughs) yeah. So, you know, she, she's got a lot of help too. Like her friends help her out too, but yeah, she definitely takes a big chunk of, setting up the like she was doing she was the one like getting our mortgage together things like that all the paperwork for that and for me i was just like all right where do i sign that's it so yeah. she's like taking care of 99 percent of this house and everything else so awesome. i'm just here oh do you need to pick this up and that's it <laughs> <laughs> right on. yeah um, 
but yeah um you know hopefully you guys are pretty like when you guys have your stuff over it's just like they're just gonna drop the stuff off or do you have to like do your house or anything like that uh so well we're in an apartment here oh, okay um we're on the third floor though and we Ooh. thought that there was an elevator mm. and then we got here and it turns out there's not Ugh. so they're <laughs> supposed to move everything in for us yeah but they were under the perception that there would be an elevator yeah um so i'm not sure how that's gonna go when they get here sometime next week yeah do you guys have a lot of big stuff or no not a ton i mean it wouldn't be horrible if we had to do it ourselves we could manage it's just depending on what time of day it is how hot it is here you know oh yeah because you're in texas so yeah yeah it gets warm in the day but uh yeah no it's still it's it's manageable not a ton of stuff so okay yeah like for us we got lucky we i mean even before like we lost a lot of stuff, it would have just been like a couple pieces of furniture and our bed. Okay. And that was really it. Like, so we lost our bed, a couple appliances, but so that's not too bad. Um, so everything else like that we have here, like we bought a couch from Ikea and then for random furniture, I just picked up off of like Facebook marketplace. So mm-hmm. it was either like really cheap or free. So that's pretty much our house right now. So it's gotcha. awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. We got to pick up here in the next, few weeks or something we gotta get a bigger couch we got a lot more space to fill here okay. than we did before. Nice, and then nice. uh uh when we got together um she had just moved into a, a one-bedroom place by herself okay and had a couch that was like just big enough for her <laughs> and, uh, we got together and now it's me her and my dog who's oh, okay. 70 pounds so <laughs> it's it's a lot of body on this small couch and yeah so you definitely gotta upgrade a little bit yeah, okay. yeah we'll cross that when we the move was expensive so everybody's trying to recover a little bit i believe it yeah no that's that's tough too like trying to just move across pretty much the whole country that's that's tough at least half of it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a oh, journey yeah, you're going down. yeah so uh, good for you guys for freaking driving too because that's i like it was fun yeah yeah good it yeah. Well, yeah, you, you at least like made the pit stop and stuff. So that was cool. And it was good to go see the, uh, the clash on the Rocky show. Yeah. Without those three days in Denver and <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah. So it was nice to have a break. There you go. Nice. All right. Um, cool. Um, we're coming up on two hours here. So that's, oh, wow. uh, yeah, that's, okay. uh, that was all the questions I had for you too. Nice. nice. Um, maybe we'll catch up again as we get closer to and you decide on Nashville or Jersey. Yeah, definitely. Or then, would you um, would you go to any of those shows or? I'll be at both of them. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be at both of them um, and the finals. Uh, okay. And then I'm also working on um, a plan to get up to, and I'm probably going to schedule it around Jersey just to save some funds. Mm-hmm. Um, I plan on going to Boston and you know getting some footage and training with uh, Camby. Okay. And then oh, yeah, uh, while I'm in the general area, you yeah. know, getting some training stuff with like you, and then I want to okay. get some stuff at Johnny's gym and things yeah. like that. So. Yeah, whichever one. I mean, because honestly, like Matt Mills' gym would be freaking awesome yeah. to get to. Um, I know he's a little trip away from that, but like that's still someplace he frequents a couple okay. times. So um, yeah, whatever you decide and wherever you want to go, let me, you know, we can all link up or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm working on it. That's uh, yeah. so Jersey's in. February. That'll actually be my birthday week. So oh, okay. maybe I'll just turn it into a whole big trip. We'll see. There you go. Yeah. And if you do want to crash, we have a pullout couch and it's pretty comfy. Oh, cool. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Anything you need. So cool. Appreciate having yeah. me on. So 
Yeah, of course, man. You, uh, you, you proved yourself once again over a three-year hiatus. Was it three or four years? Technically four, because <laughs> December 2017 was OSG. So yeah. that was my last actual comp. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was a good chunk of ch- it was a good chunk of time. <laughs> it's needed though in the sport sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. I mean, again, getting injured was one of the better things. Um, shitty, but whatever. And then COVID wasn't an injury per se, but just the lack of lifting for sure like, helped me reset in a sense. So that definitely helped a lot. Yeah. yeah. That got me good. Yeah. Hopefully, once I get all this healed up, I'll be good to start training for. Those regionals again, those qualifiers. Yeah. I mean, as as it's moving around, it looks like you're probably okay, but definitely I mean, get that imaging and yeah. So sure. again, I can move it, mm-hmm. but for me, just even like tape an ankle, I have to like have my cast on just because. Okay. Um, yeah, that I, I can't. I can't even like rip yeah, tape. Tough. So yeah. you need to be able to put that pressure on it to be able to compete. So yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Hopefully, it's all good, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All yeah. right. I'll catch you around. All right, bud. Later. Okay. We're going to bye.